Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Is this thing on? We're going to talk voice recording. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnose Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast, Episode 1, The Voice. Quite frankly, this is what it's all about. You know, you can have all the creative ideas in the world, interviewing billionaire speakers and tapping them for knowledge, offering great insights, you know, doing a bit of thought leadering. But it's all going to go to waste if you sound like crap. So starting with your podcast's first order of business, then getting the right tool for the job when it comes to capturing your voice. But What is that? What is the right tool? Well, to be honest, I can't tell you yet. Unless I know your setup and your intended workspace, you know, unless we've got all that information up front, then we might as well be farting at the screen while we're on the Amazon website and then picking whichever microphone the guff cloud surrounds. There's one thing I can tell you. Don't buy a blue Yeti. Before we decide on how you're going to get your voice into your editing software, we're going to need to figure out where you're going to be doing it. Will it be in your office? Will it be in your spare room? Will it be, God forbid, in your car while you're driving? Yeah, don't do that. The answer to these questions will determine what the best option is for you. Everyone has different needs. Look, I'd always advise anyone who wants to sound great to invest in a good quality microphone. But if your idea of a good quality microphone is that weird bit of foam that just hangs out from the side of your Skype headset, then I say this. Wrap yourself in grizzly bear cereal and strap yourself to an Alaskan tree. You might as well. Just kidding. But the point remains, if you're going to use that, then I'd recommend getting your phone and using that instead. You've already got that, and the quality will be, frankly, way better. You could further improve the quality by buying an attachment like the iRig and then plugging a dynamic mic into that. Will you get awesome sound from that setup? This is a clip of a chap named Richard testing it on YouTube. Link in the show notes. What I like most about this mic is the ability to plug your headphones directly into the device. That means you can monitor your audio directly from the microphone, assuming of course that your software supports this feature. The cable that comes with the device is roughly 1.5 meters long, so it also enables you to maintain a good distance away from the camera while still being able to monitor your audio while recording. What this setup will do is give you a clearer sound than that crappy headset mic. 
or your laptop microphone. Oh yeah, seriously, there are people willing to use their laptop microphone on their podcast. For their business podcast! What in the blazing cakes? The truth is, unless you're in a soundproof studio, you'll probably be wanting a dynamic microphone, preferably an XLR one plugged into a digital input, which is kind of like a really cool sound card. You could use a USB microphone if you like. There are options for both. You can check those out on my podcasting equipment website, podcastkit.co.uk. Personally, I would probably recommend in most cases the Rode PodMic plugged into a Scarlett Solo. You will find that package listed under affordable at podcastkit.co.uk. Now, just to give you an idea of how a dynamic mic sounds when plugged into the Focusrite, I'll demonstrate using my own Shure SM58, which is one of the most common dynamic podcaster mics from about five years ago. Yeah, I'm due an upgrade. Hint, hint, if you're listening, road mics. This is a dynamic mic. Isn't it sexy? If you've got a nicely treated room with some acoustic control, then please feel free to go yonder with my full permission to purchase a condenser microphone. And you've got several options available to you, none of which should be including a Blue Yeti microphone. The condenser microphone will give you a better sound to your voice and a much warmer and more natural sound, but make sure it's only your voice that it can hear. Otherwise, you'll be crying over all the absolute it's picking up, like your room's natural tone, and the cat a mile away, and your neighbours bickering. They pick up everything. Have a listen to my Rode NT1A condenser microphone. This is a condenser mic. Isn't it delicious? So there you go, microphones. Yeah, don't use your phone. And definitely don't use a Blue Yeti. Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. Each episode, I am going to take a look at what I'm going to be calling a surprising podcast of the day. Maybe it's because it's doing something strange, or maybe it's just because it exists and you would never have thought so. And this one definitely ticks the second box. It's a new farming podcast which has been doing the rounds in Northern Ireland, and the farmers there have been completely sucking this down during the COVID-19 restrictions. It's called The Grass Check Podcast. It's from AgriSearch. And it's being produced in-house by AgriSearch's general manager, Jason Rankin. I've got to say, round of applause to Jason and absolute props for coming up with this. It's providing up-to-date grass information to assist farmers with grassland management decisions. And it supports improvements in grass utilization on livestock farms. What a great idea. And this just goes to concrete my point that I make with my clients that there is no such business, industry or space that a podcast can't make itself welcome as part of your marketing plan. If you want to go and check this out, 
go and search for grass check on the AgriSearch website. Francis, what has research shown the advantage of having high quality size for beef cattle to be? It's really, really critical if you're wanting to get low cost performance on the cattle. From about mid, mid-May mid onwards, we will see grass quality decline uh, with more with more fibre co- co- coming in there as the plant starts to go into the reproductive stage and stem starts to develop. That's it for the first episode of Your Business Needs a Podcast. If you want to find out more about getting into podcasting for your business, go and check out my website. It's all on there, all the info, all the stuff you need to know about getting it going and owning your space in style podnose.co.uk or drop me an email neil with an a at podnose.co.uk until the next episode see ya podnose productions 